Hey Podcast Nation, today's episode on the Two Brothers Audio Experience is on No Excuses. Enjoy. Back a little bit, might be a little bit, whatever you can make work, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Good. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. So I've done actually, I think, two episodes today already today. I had one this morning on Two Brothers TV with my brother. And uh, then I did a second one today with CJ Doherty. I'm a kid. I grew, up, I grew up with a kid in high school. I actually had him on the show today. He drove up from the cities as well. CJ Doherty. Shout out to CJ Doherty. And then, um, yeah, I grew up with him. I went to high school with him. That was the first time I saw him in 10 years. And then uh, I also did an episode with my brother. So now I'm sitting here with uh, a new guest, a super interesting, rad, energetic, uh, full of life. Uh, this cat's pretty epic. He just drove up here from the cities as well. And uh, shout out to Marcel Hofker. Shout out to uh, everything you're doing, Marcel. Marcel, I, I met him through uh, being sober and AA and a few different programs. A lot of people don't mention that stuff, but I do. And uh, Marcel's a great guy and he's a great cat. So now I'm sitting here with you and I'm cop some of his swag. He hooked me up with some uh, fresh swag that he got, has rock in. It's called No Excuse. It's really clean. It's really fresh. And it's uh, got an even more important message. And it's an even more important platform. So a big part about what we do here at Women Media is about sharing people's stories and propelling people and brands to the intersection of culture and attention. And in the modern day, nothing like Facebook Live and Twitter and Instagram and uh, podcasting that is more culture relevant. And in business, attention is the currency of business. So I have uh, a little bit of a backstory he's going to lean into and then he's going to introduce himself and then we'll go from there and lean into the No Excuses platform and the No Excuses mission. So why don't you give a little bit of a brief uh, two to five minute backstory on yourself and touch on some of the key points. I know you introduced and said some of the points you want to touch on with me, but share that with the audience and then uh, we'll go from there. Thank you, JR. Yeah, no problem, um, brother. For real, for real. First and foremost, my name is Martin Wynn. Uh, good evening, everybody. And I hope that everybody who's watching this is in healthy regards. Uh, sure. I, I made this company for one agenda. It's to help at-risk kids who are like myself, who were young, who didn't have a father figure or somebody to look up to, the right role model. And because of that, just because you didn't have that, it's to not make an excuse. You can still find success as long as you surround yourself around like-minded individuals then you you too could find success and overcome just like myself uh, i was born and raised in minneapolis minnesota shout out um yup yes sir Twin yes cities, sir that's that's what we do um <laughs> and and just from there i was just humbled and fortunate to meet the the culture the diversity and it, it was it was like-minded people growing up that helped me see a different way and that's why i just want to get back to the community because i made a lot of mistakes in my life i got locked up when i was 16 years old i got certified as an adult yeah um, that hurts but it, it really did but at least you did it young exactly and you know we we got through that for every rainy day is a rainbow that's why we got two ears and one mouth for a reason i listen twice as much as i'm speaking and, and, and through that i just try to learn and and i made a lot of mistakes but i'm just blessed and grateful that i, I got my company to at least show that i'm willing to change and and, and if you're willing to rock with me then you can you can see the change in the growth as well. So you grew up in the Twin Cities, and uh, you said you've made some. I can relate to that a lot. So I'm, I think one of the most important things is leaning into your 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 like defects and your failures because Absolutely. nothing is more empathetic 
like if I want to empathize with someone or connect to my audience, like a big part of what I believe in and what we do is about being able to connect with other humans. So like if you go into business, being a leadership brand makes it a lot easier to connect to people because it puts humans and it puts like like realistic, rational experiences behind your clothing line or whatever you're doing. So basically what you're doing is really cool. I love the the no excuse concept because being someone like you just said, no matter what you come from, where you come from, the circumstances, you can take the most extreme circumstances like 50 Cent or like Eminem. You can take people and and all the people that complain, you can look from someone that's from the same circumstance that succeeds. So I think that's really cool that you see that at, at your young age. And you also said you listen. And I think that's really cool. And you obviously drove all the way up here. So there's those are like some major signs that a lot of people when they're younger, they don't they're not willing to say that or do that or take the action. They always are looking for some kind of cop out excuse and they're not willing to listen. So that's big stuff. But let's lean into the, the triangle. You have the no excuse clothing line. Let's lean into the triangle. You said some pretty cool things with that. Yes. What is the triangle? Hashtag no excuse. Let's lean into what the meaning is behind that. So and, and thank you, Jr. With yeah. that being said, so the way I look at no excuse in the pyramid is because of one thing. Um, the way that our society is right now and how our president is, I told myself deep down that I'm not going to wait for our president to make this country great again. I'm going to wait and, and try to make my state great again. I'm going to try to make my community. But it first starts with myself. And so the way that I look at the pyramid is when you when you look at the top, it's the country. And from the country, it then goes to the state. From the state, is the community. And then from the bottom, it starts with yourself. The foundation is built with no excuse. And if you start the foundation with no excuse, then you too can help your community. You can help yourself. You can hold yourself accountable by giving back. And it first starts off with yourself, which is the foundation, which is no excuse. I think that's super solid. And I think you have a great idea and platform and mission with trying to target and bring that direction and that purpose forward to not only the community and everyone, but specifically at-risk youth, right? Thank you. Absolutely. It's specifically at-risk kids. So I think that's huge. That's something I could totally put my energy behind and put my platform behind. Because for me, I grew up with a single mom on welfare. I have, I was the youngest of three kids. I, I There's a lot of stories behind that, but I was also uh became a convicted felon at like 19 not 15 but yeah so i was a convicted felon at 19 and uh, i was i've been homeless i've been on the streets i've been in jail i've had brain surgery so like i can understand lacking guidance and direction but for me a big part of my growth has come from that like the willing the ability for me to fail has been big like i think my parents in a way were great because they didn't like try and cookie cutter me or like make me fit into society so i had all this freedom to make mistakes and to find who I am and be who I am and not be like a lot of people they like create their kid to be like a Stanford product that has a stamp of approval from the society or their friends think is their kids like a doctor and a lawyer and oh your kid's great your kids has a stamp of society approval and my parents let me be me and they let me be authentic and they and they loved me for who I was and they gave me the freedom to be who I wanted to be but I think what you're saying is really big it's about bringing direction and guidance and purpose to the youth and bringing for me a big part of that is bringing intellectual value freely at scale so that's why we do a lot of the things we do and if you tune into our show and see what we do here it's about me sharing via my experiences my intellectual value with others freely because if i do that that can help bring you value and then you can share your story like you you can then now you're going to lean into like you're going to start sharing and people share their stories and bring value for it and we all we all have value feel more comfortable you know and and just piggybacking off of what you just said we kind of we kind of grew up in the same similar way uh when I was nine years old, my dad ended up cheating on my mom with her best friend, and she ended up, uh, and he ended up leaving us, and that left my mom to be pregnant with her fourth child, 
uh, having us. Shout to out move. mamas. Right. Shout, Shout out single out mom. Hashtag single mom. We, yeah, we, much we, love. We had to move four times within a year, and, and just through that, my mom never made the excuse. She was in a foreign land. She couldn't speak English, and that just taught me to see the choice, and and that allowed me to first kind of step into my grounds of using no excuse to be my foundation. To to even though we didn't have a father figure in our life, even a single mother, she was still able to take care of four kids on her own, and that's why I love my mother. I shout out to her, but you know, mental illness is definitely real. And that's why I'm doing the best that I can to help my community and my family. Shout out, man. Much love for real off the top. My mom's dead. R.I.P. R.I.P. Lisa Marie King for sure, man. I think moms are epic. No one will ever replace my mom. And my mom also raised, she raised three of us alone. So I can relate Amen. to you on the real there. So this is an example of like people sharing their authentic truth. Like you just came. I want to say thank you for coming out and being yes, authentic sir. and vulnerable and real and transparent. Because a big part of everything that we talk about at We're In Media is just that. It's about being authentic, transparent, and real. Because when you're authentic, transparent, and real and vulnerable, it opens you up to other people and they see, oh, you're not trying to like manipulate them. Like a lot of these businesses, they're out there manipulating you. They're making a millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars off you. And on the front end, they're bringing you nothing. They're just simply trying to hustle and manipulate you to make mad dollars off you. And on the front end, they're not like sharing value or trying to build you up or do I'm, something positive wow. in the community. Absolutely. I'm actually yeah, glad that you it. said that, JR, is because my community, within the first week, I just signed my company. September 19th and just within the first week of shipment I was able to donate a cherry tree back to work release a work release program called Portland House I got my recordings if you guys would like to see that it's on no excuse 333 on my Instagram and and I do give back to the community yesterday I just gave some shirts out and I donated it to the homeless you just and gave me some swag no absolutely and, and, and this is just one of the few shirts I got red white and blue that I'm willing to help in and just get back to the community because the community helped raise me you feel me so and they helped me hold myself accountable because I was in that same situation. You know, I got myself sober. Uh, I was physically abused. I got molested when I was younger, and, and now I'm just trying to change and I'm trying to help my story, help impact other people so they don't have to feel alone. And, and, and we all in this together. I know? think there's a big point there. I think there's a big topic leading into that. Being a guy that's done jail time, I've been arrested in a few different states. Go ahead and Google my name if you'd like. Um, I pop up and there's some sketchy shit that shows up because I'm real and authentic with it. Like. I've been arrested many times. I've done jail time. I've been a drug addict. I'm real with that because I'm not going to let people take control over me with my vulnerabilities and my failures. Absolutely. I'm going to take that like Eminem did. I always hey. shout out to 8 Mile. Eminem yeah. flipped the script on cats. If I flip the script on you and I take the shit that I've been through and done and I make it my strength, now you all have no, there's nothing that you can use against me or I can be fearful of or insecure about because exactly. now that's what builds me up. That's what's who's made me who I am. So I think there's a lot of talk. I mean, for me, I could talk about that shit and I could get behind it all day because I think it's glorified. I think it's way over fucking people glorify jail time. People glorify gangbanging. People glorify all that shit. And it is not real. It is not. It is nothing cool about a concrete jungle. There is nothing cool about racial divide. And there is nothing cool about being a gangster. So I'd say I understand the, the for me, I felt the brotherhood of it. Like there is points in time where you come from nothing where you. But like you said, you can find healthy community connection and guys like Marcel Hofker he does things where people will build you up you there's people throughout your community that you can look to but a big part of this is where you're getting your direction from Absolutely. and the problem is we have a lot of people that are failing on that end and they're not necessarily like we're doing or trying to do trying to bring value forward 
So like sharing value with the youth and giving them guidance and giving them the comfort with being okay and fucking up. And it's okay to fail. That's another thing I talk about. It's okay to fail. It's okay, like our society wants to like have it be like you can't fuck up. Like that's it's it's okay to have an asterisk by your name. I have an asterisk or two or three by my name. So I think that's a big thing. And for me, all my value has come from my failures. The most value I've ever gained has come from my failures. Like when my mom died, that was the most growth I've probably ever experienced. And I don't know about you and what your experience is, but difficulties for me is where the value comes from. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, I, I was able to, um, out of all my pain, I was always able to create creative expression. I also exactly. do music on the side too, Mr. JR. I have one song out on SoundCloud. I love right creativity, man. SoundCloud.com uh, slash Elahah6. You just check me out. I only got one song, but it, it, it's how I try to express myself articulately. My brother actually has a record label. There's some cats in Duluth that he fucks with. Yeah. Oh, word. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Shout out to YNG and shout out to uh, 211. For real okay shout out okay, for real yeah, yeah. no I, I sing and i rap and i and i love music i love ex- expressing myself creatively so it's i think that's a to big me. topic and those are, so i want to lean into that a little bit before we uh lean into some more stuff is creative so the openness to creativity with our youth if we can push these things with our youth it'll be big is it's because it replaces ego if you like a big part of what we talk about on the show is removing a the removal of ego and when you open up to ambiguities ambiguities is the openness to inexactness it's the openness to different pers- in- interpretations and perspectives yes, and that's the opposite of ego ego is the fear of being precise exact perfect and when we realize that the answer to that is not it's the comfort being inexact like me and we talk about with all the things that you just shared about your mom and growing up and your experiences with jail and failures and shortcomings these are defects but look it we're flipping it around we're saying it's okay and with ambiguities we're opening up to other people's ambiguities wow and that's the creative expression like i realized it with my company when i started the more love company because i have the logo if you if you keep it out and I have a few people when I posted and shared that they're like oh that's the greater than symbol and what I'm calling it is more love it's called a fucking ambiguity folks it's called taking something and being creative and switching it and twisting it it's called artistic creative expression so when people tune in to your creative art and like I shared my shirt that you're that you're rocking and I had all these people commenting and they're like that's wrong that's wrong that is ego ego is right and wrong ambiguities is openness to inexactness and different interpretations so that's exactly why I love creativity so much is because it pushes that forward the platform of openness to different interpretations and perspectives and no one can ever say your art is wrong you know what i'm saying and that was a big thing that i learned from my podcast is like it's not about being right and wrong i used to always think it was about being right and wrong but when you realize like how could someone ever tell you your music's wrong right i think at the end of the day as long as it's not hurting nobody and and it's going towards a bigger agenda of trying to give back to the community i i I see no fault in that and i see no foul play at the end of the day we all struggling and and for once in my life if i don't feel alone that alone if i at least have somebody it makes me feel somewhat better uh for at least for myself i'm gonna use i statements it's it's helped me and just of who i am today if it wasn't for my friends and the people who stayed supportive with me by my side i wouldn't have been able to open up this company blessed by the best llc dba hashtag no excuse it was because of like-minded people who were telling me to keep pushing forward even when i couldn't do it myself I had people to help me. And so that's why I just want to say, you're absolutely right. Thank you for that, sir. So smart. I think you said something earlier about the smartest thing. You Well, I wrote it down, but you said something about the two ears, one mouth. Correct. And I want you to lean into that a little bit. And I want you to, I am on the show a lot. So I want you to share. I'm going to lean into you sharing a little bit on your perspective with talking versus listening. And I can agree in that. 
for me, the smartest thing I ever said was nothing. Absolutely. And um, um, I think in that, I want, a, I want to hear your perspective. Right. On that. So um, when I got locked up when I was 16 years old, I think staying quiet but still being conscious and mindful with the whole system <laughs> i think that's what helped me a lot oh, man. because you can't just walk up in there and expect yourself to change yourself you can't be no joe blow and expect like hey i'm, I'm here i want to make a change all this there's a systematic structure that's already down there and you either got to adapt and survive or you will get extorted and and, and so manipulated. and manipulated and i think just one of the one of the sayings that i always heard from my ogs you got two Thanks ears and one mouth audience you gotta you gotta listen twice as much as you speaking and so um i always kept that and i always ran with it and, and it helped me through my whole time it helped me get into amazing programs such as leader dogs where i raise puppies Shout to the out. age of one to guide blind people and so it's, it's humbling opportunities like that 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 allowed me to see the difference to see the choice and to be reminded of the choice a lot of people get complacent and, and, and we get a lot of distrust uh distortion in our brains and that we lose the, the the thought of trying to better ourselves but if you just try to stick to yourself you remind yourself that you you lovable you're valuable powerful and important then and, and you don't have to do this by yourself surely that you're gonna find success like myself in this madness of a world yeah, I think listening is a big talking point because one of my favorite things I've learned in my life is just that. And it took me until I got to 29. I really uh, was sober and I was in AA and I was doing things, and I, but I didn't really sponsor guys or talk or speak much. But after traveling the world and I realized I, I finally at 29 had the platform and ability to speak because I, I scaled a moving company. I, I, I sculpted a couple statues. I traveled the world and I did it with very little. And I also have the experiences of having brain surgery, finding, my, finding my mom dead on New Year's Day, being homeless and all those things like you touch on. So I finally realized at 29 that it's time for me to start sharing. And I think I see that, but it's hard sometimes because... Uh, it's difficult to always lean into that stuff. And I think a big part of it, though, that I've learned from all this is the listening. I spent like 28 years, the first 28 years, I was pretty much testing, measuring, developing, and listening to a lot of people. And I've always had mentors. I had Kim Duffett, the sculptor. I had Tom Aulis at Edge Home Finance. I had people I found direction from. And for you, uh, uh, where have you found your direction from? I know you mentioned the community, and I know you mentioned your mom. My mom was also a big part of my direction. Where has a lot of your drive, a lot of my drive and ambition and, and purpose comes from my pain and suffering of like <laughs> losing my mom. So my mom's a big part of my, my like my drive. And I just want to know for you, where does your drive, your energy and your guidance come from? Because for my, me, a lot of mine is my, from my pain and suffering. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and, and I appreciate you asking me that, yeah. JR. It really actually comes from the culture. It comes from the diverse. It comes from my state. Uh, being born and raised in Minnesota, I never left my city. And it was the people that was within here that that really showed me a different way rather than what people assume in the stereotypes. Um, Minnesota is one of the most diverse state. I mean, it produced Prince. Shout out Prince, Purple Rain. R.I.P. And so... Got all of them right, R.I.P. And so I think it was really my open-mindedness to not really segregate and shut off somebody's opinion. I was very open-minded to everybody that walked into my life and because of that, it, it caused me to raise awareness and it caused me to help grow and be the man that I am today because of the people that came into my life, sir. And so I just want to give back to the community that helped raise who I am. 
Solid. Super, super rad stuff. Thank you. Thank you. And then, yeah, you drove all the way up here. So yes, from sir. the Twin Cities up to Twin Duluth. City. Shout out, shout out. <laughs> it's a two-hour drive, but, you know, we still made it. We How was it doing it down time. there? I was down there for when the... The whole George Floyd. So, yeah, let's lean into that. A little okay, bit of that okay. and the destruction of your hometown. Yeah, Because so that's your hometown. It's also it mine. It really is. I was born and raised on Lake Street in Blaisdell. And, that's hard and to see that, right? All of, from the third precinct all the way to Blaisdell and all the way to Hennepin is all destroyed. The thing that kind of upsets me, JR, is because these are family-owned businesses, minorities. And for me, outside looking in, it kind of defeats the purpose when you, you know, when a minority man is killed and yet all of these minority businesses are getting destroyed, who's really in it? Who's to blame? You know, and that's why I feel like mental illness is the most important factor that we need to touch upon because these are at-risk kids. These are kids that are destroying these 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 businesses. If you think about it, because if you put two and two together, it was an officer that killed George Floyd. It wasn't minority-owned businesses that killed George Floyd. You feel me? So I think it just that's doesn't a make great point. I think that's something we can lean into because what you're talking about to me is emotional IQ and it's a rational action. Because like if everyone came together, like you said, and they like yes, communicated and they like constructively got together and like built something in a movement like you're doing with your clothing line hashtag no excuses like it's a movement it's a platform you're start you're, you're organizing and you're being professional you're being organized Absolutely. and you're building but if i take irrational action and i'm a, i let my emotions get the best of me all of a sudden it's like a child versus adult it's like oh i'm gonna ra- act out and i'm gonna smash this toy exactly and i'm gonna, and I'm gonna hit this wall and i'm gonna break my hand that's emotional. That's why emotional intelligence is so crucial. And I think what you're talking about is crucial with this movement and this topic. Thank you. The no excuses is big, but also with looking at how the same thing goes for George Floyd situation. Like all these people, if we come together and unite, we have the power when we come together and we're collectively united. But if we just act out emotionally and burn shit down, there's really no change in that. Absolutely. And the it change just comes from right. uniting. And it hurts me because at the end of the day, sir, you're right. Um, I believe that this is the most diverse state that I've ever been in. I've lived in Minnesota my whole life. So then for people to kind of throw so to kind of for people to throw it out and say it's racism, I find that it's it's false play because I have a bunch of Caucasian friends and Afro-American, uh, African-American as well as Hispanic. And we all hang out together uh, one by one as one and we move as one. And so for them to just kind of put that down as a solution, I, I find that not to be the solution. I find that not to be the answer. And so that's why I kind of took it upon my own self. I'm not going to wait for our president to make America great again. I'm going to make my my city great again, and I'm going to make my community great. But it first starts off with yourself, which is the foundation, which is no excuse. So, you know, that's so that's true, man. You got, we, in order, there's so many people I feel like that aren't leading. So I'm going to lean into that. And I talk a lot about pursuing your passion for profit. And there's so many people, if you think about it, if you're not taking your most valuable resources are your time, your energy, and your money, if you're alive and healthy. And if yes, you're sir. alive and healthy, your time, your energy, and your money, you need to invest it in your wants, needs, and desires. I just feel like there's so many people in America that aren't really pursuing their passions for profit. And then they're not, and then in turn, they're restless, irritable, and discontent. And if you take that and look at how America's become restless, irritable, and discontent, I feel like there's a lot of a correlation between our addiction to friction-free living. It's a bigger conversation with that, but also our addiction. And then that leads to us to not having control of our finances. So if you look at your three most valuable resources, your time, your energy, and your money, if you don't have control of your money you're going to have a hard time having control of your time and your energy so and you're also going to be not be very happy if you're not pursuing your passions correct so i think a lot of this pain and suffering that we're seeing in the violence we're seeing in the acting out 
has come from years and years of people that have gone through pain and suffering. Absolutely. And they can't articulate and share and communicate this story. So that's why I want so many, I've challenged people. I, shout out to Derek Smith. He came on the show, but especially people from minorities to come on the show because we need to bring voices to people. Yeah. I can't know, like you're coming on the show. I appreciate it because now I can hear you. I can hear your story. I can hear your needs. I can hear your, like I know, I can start to listen to what your wants, needs and desires and your dreams and passion is. Also, I can hear what your pains are and I can sympathize with them. But if you never come out and share your story, I'm never going to be able to sympathize yes, with sir. you. Yes. So a big part of all this is, that's why it's shit like what you're doing right now is big. But so many people are afraid to come out and do that. And I think exactly. there's a big part is opening the is opening the dialogue. And, and that's actually the first step of, with is exactly what you said, JR. I agree with you is opening up. Um, I also feel like sometimes some of these people they don't have a voice and so i'm willing to i'm willing to be at the forefront to step up and and say like hey me too i was that person but you know what there comes a time in a person's life where you now know that you have a choice and the choice is do you still decide to do insanity and do what hasn't been working for the last 10 or so years or do you decide to make a change and break that family generation curse and say like hey no excuse i want to build a family empire i want to be just like those minority businesses that sadly got destroyed but i want to be the one to rebuild them you see what I'm saying? That's the person that I want to be remembered as I as I stay on this earth. I think what you're talking about is essentially leadership. Thank you, you, sir. Agree? I appreciate that. Absolutely. I do agree with that. And I that, do. And like if you think about someone, to me, that's what I think about. Someone that speaks for the, the people that can't speak for themselves. The people that see for the people that can't see for themselves. The people that take action for the people that can't take action for themselves. It ultimately comes down to the wants, needs, and desires of others in our community and others in our country and world. And once you realize we're all part of the same tribe, we're all homo sapiens, we're all from the same exact tribe. It's really bizarre how many of us uh, like want to fight and rather than unite. So yes, sir, shout yes, out sir. to my brother Isaiah. And he was the one that originally came up with the More Love Nation movement. The More Love movement is about more love, more compassion, more empathy, and more kindness. And via love, compassion, empathy, and kindness, we can fight rather than we can unite rather than fight. Yes, and sir. That's a big topic there and a large part of what we do here at Women Media. It's about bringing people together via fictional storytelling. You share your story. I share my story. You talk. I listen. I talk. You listen. And that's a lot of what leadership is about is communication. The issue is there's no leadership in America today and there's lack of it. And that's, so that's why it's a big deal that we have companies like No Excuse like you're doing start to bring voices and start to bring movements forward that actually do these yes, things sir. and yes, represent sir. these things. So I really... I truly appreciate guys like you a lot, man. Appreciate I, you too, man. Thank I really you. do, man, because it's really it's it's rare these days to see cats that are young or old or whatever age that will come on a show and be authentic and vulnerable and lean into stuff and be the voice for others and also be authentic and real about who they are, what they come from, and where they want to go. Thank you. And, and chase their dreams and make no excuses. So ultimately at the end of the day man i really appreciate you coming up and taking the time and energy and i i just think that you have a lot of value that you can lean into and uh and bring forward is there anything that you want to wrap up the last four or five minutes with specifically or share on um thank you jr it's just aside from that uh whoever would like to get my shirts is very simple you just follow me on instagram at no excuse 333 and that I, I have men and female sizes, small, medium, and large right now. Uh, it is very easy. Uh, right now, we're doing a fall and Halloween discount special. It's buy one, get the second one off 20%. Uh, any detail or further information, just please message me. As well as just check out my SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash 6 And that's my song, Cut Off. 
And what if they want to email or what if they want to text message or call you? What about those? Absolutely. Do you put those out there? I, I absolutely do. I have, I have no filters. You definitely could text me or email me. That's all on my Instagram or my Facebook. And you could definitely check me out. I got nothing to hide. I got nothing but time to help people who are going through it. If you're suffering, if you're going through mental illness, mental abuse, if your family's neglecting you, I'm always here. I'm always open ears to listen to you because I'm here to tell you that you're not alone and that I'm already in the process of trying to build our community back again so you put your trust in me and i promise you that you ain't gonna fail ultimately at the end of the day what is it brother it's no excuses exactly right? it's no excuses point blank period it's no excuses no and excuses too. more yeah, love, love no excuses Absolutely. at the end of the day there's no love there's more love and there's no excuses remember yes, it's not yes, right it's not wrong it is simply our perspective thanks for being with us your attention is our oxygen thank you so much yeah man thank you man and then that'll Hey, Podcast Nation, thanks for tuning in. Your support, likes, shares, and loyal following of the Women Media brand and the Two Brothers Duo is greatly appreciated. We truly, truly value your attention, support, and loyal following. Thank you to all of our fans, listeners, and followers.